it's time to go into the word of the living God this morning. I pray that the word of God will not return back void concerning us. Mm-hmm. Accomplish for us, and the word of God will prosper in the world that mm-hmm. sent to do in Jesus' name. Amen. In the world this morning, I'll be handing over to Pastor Camilla Gunn. And good morning, man. The Lord bless you, man. Good morning, Pastor. God bless you. Good morning to all my brothers and sisters. Good morning, Pastor Olu, Pastor Uncle. Good morning this morning. Good morning, man. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning to all our pastors on the line. We say a very good morning to you. A blessed morning. And may God command his blessings upon you today in Jesus' name. Amen. From that um, open charge, we're going to take this call. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, you I see. Oh, that I've needed your hands Let us take it again. Great is thy begin to thank God for his faithfulness of his blessings, faithfulness of his
Hallelujah. Appetite is back. They were all confused. They have now transferred them to the third hospital in Monaghan. But this is for progress. The man had lost all the power of his legs. He couldn't walk. Now they're bringing him to have some machine or something he can start using in Monaghan Hospital. But the tumor is still there. But they are, are he also had to get blood. So things is progressing in John Joe's life. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. He's on the way of recovery now. Praise God. So we want to return all the glory to the Almighty God in the mighty name of Jesus. And I know that our testimony is full for Liz, the lady with the disease in her lungs this four years. And I know our testimony is for that little girl who's anemic and who is low in Ireland. I know God has answered our prayers. He is a faithful God. He is a blessing God. And we want to return all the glory to him. We want to give him all the praise for answer prayers, for instant answers, for miraculous answers. Answer, for answering us on time, that a life has been saved, which bless you, Thank you, God, for answer prayers. Thank you for God, you're the God that hears, sees, and moves. Thank you for John's life. Thank you for restoring his life. Lord, by the time they look for that tumor, it will be gone. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for restoring and that little child. Thank you, God. Thank you for answer prayers. Amen. Amen. Let me, let, I sought for a man, a woman, 
that would make up the hedge, that would make up the hedge, that would make up the wall and stand in the gap before me, that I should not destroy the land. Let us pray wherever you are right now in this nation or wherever you are in the world, let us stand in the gap and apologize for the sins of the nation and Lord show mercy. Father, in the name of Jesus, I am willing to stand in the gap. I come before you and I stand in the gap like Moses. And I say, Lord, have mercy upon this nation. I apologize for the sins in the nation. I apologize for the sins of my community. I apologize for the sins that is going on in my estate. I apologize, Lord, for the sins of my neighbor. Lord, show mercy. Lord, show mercy. Lord, show mercy. Lord, show mercy. Lent of your anger. Lord, show mercy. Show mercy this morning. Show mercy, Lord, upon my neighbor. Show mercy upon everyone in my estate in this nation, Lord. Mercy. I am calling for mercy. I lift my hands and I stand in the gap. And I apologize profusely for their sins about disobedience and rebellion and stubborn heartedness. Lord, for turning against you, oh God. I apologize for their show mercy. Show mercy, Lord, and relent of your anger. Lord, show Is the fire burning in you this morning for God 
is a fire burning for you, not for a request, but for God's request. And I truly set on fire in service of the Lord. But if you want to give this message a title, the faithful giant Tychicus. The faithful giant Tychicus. Second Timothy 4.12 and Tychicus I have sent to Ephesus. Colossians 4.7, Tychicus, a beloved brother, a faithful minister, a fellow servant of the Lord, will tell you all the news about me. Verse 8, I am sending him to you for this very purpose, that he may know your circumstances and comfort your hearts. Tychicus is not a name that is familiar in the Bible. It's not a name that we know or hear from the altars every day. Yet, I said it. He's only mentioned five times in the Bible, and he is worthy to be in that Bible. When, when I, before this, when I meet difficult names, I will just skim over them because they're tongue twisters. And it's for that reason, Tychicus, up to now, Secondus, Aristocles, all those different difficult names really meant not much to me. But then the Lord kept reminding me, Every word in the Bible is profitable, whether it's a place name or whether it's a name of a people, they're profitable. I have a niece and in our village, there was a business closed for 15, 20 years. A new man came and he bought the business. And my brother was speaking to the owner of the business and he said, I am looking for genuine, reliable staff. My brother got into his car and he came up to my niece, which was 50 years in second level. And he said, do you want to work for the summer? She said, yeah. He put her in the car and he went down and he said, he introduced her to the owner. And the owner said, tell me your name. And she did. And he said, are you a granddaughter of this man? She said, I am. He said, you have the job. Your name is important. The importance of a name is that it carries character. And the character announces your name. You might think your father's name is not important. Your name carries character, and the character carries your name far. I pray that every one of us, that our grandchildren will be recommended and accepted on the character of us grandparents. Yeah, I'm talking about years to come. But someone would say, is your granddad this person? I pray that we will carry that character, a good character, a, a, a godly character, that it, it, will, it will rest and fall upon our grandchildren, our great, 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 great grandchildren in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I don't know in your part of the country, but in this part of the country, the name and the character of the person, you don't even need a CV. Amen. 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 God is looking. Praise God. In 2 Timothy 4.12, Paul is speaking about Tychicus as being sent. He simply is saying, I have sent Tychicus, my best soldier, my faithful giant, my compliant one, my dependable one, my reliable one. Now, who is Tychicus? And what did Tychicus fulfill in the ministry? One is a native of Asia. And who is he? He's a faithful servant of Paul. He's filled with the Holy Spirit. He's completely compliant. We're going to see through his scriptures. And through the Holy Spirit's instruction, he is completely, completely resent or he is completely submissive. Sorry. He is completely submissive to the power of the Spirit. Wherever 
Paul needed to send Tychicus. Tychicus was ready. He was submissive to the call. Acts 20 and 1 to 3, we see the introduction of him into Paul's life. And verse 4 is where I'm going because of time. Tychicus and verse 4, and Socrates of Berea accompanied him to into Asia. Also Aristarchus, Secundus of Thessalonians, and Gaius of Derby, and Timothy and Tychicus, and Trophimus of Asia. This is where Paul and Tychicus come and meet. From there, from there on, wherever you will meet Tychicus, more likely you will see Paul and Tychicus together in ministry together wherever they are. They are together in ministry. Tychicus becomes joined at the hips in service to God and in service with, with Paul. Tychicus was an asset. He became an asset to Paul and not a liability. Am I an asset to the kingdom of God? Am I an asset to the church I am attending? Am I an asset to my community? Am I or not am I a liability? He becomes sold out servant of Paul and not a master. He becomes a sold out servant of God, a servant and not a contender with Paul. He becomes a servant and not a complainer with Paul. Am I a nasty? Ephesians 6, 21, 22. But that you also may know my affairs and how I am doing. Tychicus, a beloved brother, faithful minister in the Lord, will make all things known to you. Verse 22. Whom I have sent to you for this very purpose, that you may know our affairs and that he may comfort your hearts. Tychicus, a faithful, a compassionate, a good news carrier. He will tell of my affairs and he has sent to you. I have sent him to you for this very purpose. Do you know your purpose? When God sends you, do you know your purpose? Do you know your purpose? in the community? Do I know my purpose in the church? What is my purpose in that church? Is it to bring unity or disarray when I walk in on a Sunday morning? What is my purpose in marriage? What is my purpose? We pray to be the head and not the tail. Am I the head of my children? Am I the head? Am I seriously the head? Or is the children ruling me now? Am I flicking the television while the children are trying to prepare their food? Am I flicking the television while the children are struggling with their homework? Am I the head of my child's life? The head of their homework, the head of their sleeping, the head of what is in their bedroom? Do I know what is going on in their bedroom? Am I the head? Behind my back, in heaven or on earth, can I be called beloved brother, beloved sister, faithful minister, humble servant of the Lord? Can I be the one that can be sent for purpose? Just for God's purpose alone. Who is sending me? Is it the Holy Ghost that is sending me? Or am I sending myself? In 2 Kings 4, 1-7, Elisha and the widow's oil. Elisha was empowered. Elisha was equipped. Elisha was filled for kingdom purpose. Genesis 1-2, without the Holy Ghost moving, nothing can be done. Without the Holy Ghost, I can do nothing. Whether you're a, whether you have a, a PhD or a master's, without the Holy Ghost, how many people I, I know many people who have inherited land, more land and land and land and money. Today they have nothing. Even the two pockets are empty because of no Holy Ghost wisdom. 
Genesis 1-2. Nothing happened till the Holy Spirit moved. And when he moved, formation came. When he moved, fullness came for void. When he came, moved, light came instead of darkness. Mm. When you are Holy Spirit propelled, you are deliberate. You are intentional. You are profitable both to God and to the kingdom on earth. To be spirit-filled, we must, one, day, one be daily charged, be set on fire inside, ready to serve. We say in Ireland, to spend and be spent. If I get up this morning, God forbid it, and I go out and my car battery is dead, and I go to the neighbor to charge my battery, his battery, if it is old, if it is wet, damp, it cannot charge my battery. I need a battery of a higher power. I need a higher charged battery to charge my battery. Elisha carried that Holy Ghost power and he was able to jumpstart the widow's life again and save two sons. Who am I able to jumpstart? Tychicus was the man that came into Paul's life. Of all of them that traveled, it is Tychicus that was hooked at the head. Ephesians 3.20, according to the power that works in us. Everyone prays, we all pray. Ephesians 3.28, he is able to do. We pray, we scream that prayer every day. But many of us are disappointed out of that prayer. The part that caught my heart a long time ago is according to the power that works in me, according to the power that works in me, now he is able to do exceedingly abundantly in me, to me, for me, according to the capacity and the alignment of the spirit at work in me, he is able to do the impossible. According to the power, the spirit. Amen. Am I fueled? Am I disciplined in the spirit? Do I know the voice of the Holy Ghost for myself? Do I hear the small voice of the Holy Ghost? Can I discern the instructions of the Holy Spirit at any given time? God does not need men of title or rank. He doesn't need my title or rank. God gave me that vision in July to walk the streets of Ireland again. And when we did it in Maynooth, we did 24 hour vigil. God spoke in the night and said, take this all over Ireland. Every pastor has called the vision and we're connected with the churches. And we were in a town on, on, on Friday night. It's only every second Friday night of the month I can do it. And we were in a town doing our vigil. And a young boy passed up in his car. He saw the placards we were carrying in our shoulders. He left home, uh, his co-worker, and he couldn't sleep. He came back, he got into his car and came back to us. Within 14 minutes of that boy speaking to us, he was on his knees in heavy rain on Friday night with only a jumper, on his knees, on the road, and we on the footpath standing praying with him. And his hands lifted. He is no more than 30, 32. His hands lifted and he gave his life. I saw the spirit coming down and he began to pray in the spirit. In the end, he did not want to leave us. He wanted to stay with us. He wanted to drive us wherever we needed to go. I said, we're on legs, we're not in cars. And he had a wife and baby at home. A newborn baby, one or two days old. I said, we said to him, go home. 
It didn't ask us our name. It didn't ask us what denomination. He was not interested in that. He was interested in this Jesus that we are speaking about. They're interested in the power. In Mark 10, 45, and for even the Son of Man did not come to, to be served, but to serve, to give his life as a ransom for many, for you and I. Wanted you to follow Jesus, not for his title, but for what he carried, for the miracles. He carried the power to heal, to deliver, to teach, to liberate. What power am I carrying? What power do I carry? What power am I carrying? Am I carrying the true power of God? Am I carrying that power? They want to see the power in demonstration. The power of the spirit in demonstration, not the power of Kamala. The power of the spirit. Acts 13, 1. Now in the church that was in Antioch, there were a certain prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Serene, meaning who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. Verse 2. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Verse 3. Then having fasted and prayed, he laid hands on them and sent them away. Verse 4. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit. Not the pastor. They went down to Cilicia and from there sailed to Cyprus. Look at this church. By every account, by all accounts, this church was doing well. It had a collection of teachers, prophets, gifted men. So we ask, why are they fasting? More than likely, they're fasting for more power, maybe more prophets, maybe more teachers. But the Holy Ghost came in, stepped in to the surprise and said, separate, put away to me, not for me, to me, to me, submission to me for the work which I have called them. Can I say yes to the request of the Holy Spirit like Barnabas and so on? Can I even leave and go when I am sent? Can I let go that beloved brother? Or am I saying to God, who am I to dictate to the Holy Spirit? Can I say to God, this prophet, if he goes, this church will fall asunder. No, this prophet is bringing this crowd. Look at this church. It's the biggest church in the town. It's, it's prophet. It's, it's, the prophet is drawing the crown, Lord. I can't let him go. The teacher, she's my best teacher. Who am I to say to the Holy Spirit? Am I ready, even when it hurts? When it hurts my morale, am I ready to say yes to the Holy Ghost? Am I ready to let go? Do I understand it's not my church? We need to replace our title, title of pastor. Title with and put in, instead of that, put in the word shepherd. Put in the word overseer. Then we will remember that we have a head over us. That I am accountable to the Lord. That I am not the builder of the church. And the prophet is not the one holding the church together. That it is the Holy Ghost. That it is God's church. That I am only the overseer of what is put into my hands. How many of us have fasted? Just fasted for a day. It is. It is. Seeking that call, Lord, who are you sending? Lord, I am ready to be sent. Instead of asking, asking, ask God's will. Lord, where do you want me? I am ready to go. Send Barnabas and Saul. 
separate them to me. I need them. Am I ready to be separated? Am I ready to go? Am I ready to go? No delay. When they had ended their fast, he laid hands on them and he sent them out by the Holy Ghost. They did not go into the conference room, put on the kettle and have coffee and say, Barnabas, does it suit you to go? Can you go at this time? Is this inconvenient for you? Indirectly, the pastor manipulating Barnabas to stay, giving Barnabas a, a, a flesh opportunity. They laid hands, they sent out, and the Holy Ghost sent them out. They laid hands, they sent them, and the Holy Ghost sent them out. No delay, no compromise, no familiarity with the leader so that they would hinder the work of the Holy Spirit. There's two sides to be sent out in everyone's life. There's the sender and there's the sent. I have a mission here, but I also have a mission that the struggling churches in the Philippines, in Mongolia, in Africa, wherever, in the villages, in the bush, to send help. Not to keep my prophets here, but to be ready to send out. Amen. Barnabas and Saul were ready to be sent out. Submission and willingness of Barnabas and Saul is what we see here. In the ministry, I am not the one that's going to decide or dictate when I go, how I go. Tychicus go. Tychicus was not a dictator. Tychicus became a faithful servant. Here I am. Paul sent me. I can't afford to be self-centered. I can't be centered on just me, myself, and I. And Paul was a man who recruited and sent out. If you look at all his churches, I cannot delay the work of the Holy Spirit. We're going to pray, Lord, give me the grace to answer quickly when you call. Help me to say, Lord, send me. Lord, give me the grace to answer quickly when you call. Lord, help me to say, Lord, send me. Give me the grace to answer quickly when you call. Help me to say, Lord, send me, send me. Give me the grace to answer quickly when you call. Lord, help me to say, Lord, send me. Help me, Lord. Help me to be. Help me, Lord, to be submissive like Paul and Barnabas, like Tychicus, help me to be willing, a willing servant, a willing servant. Help me to become an asset and not a liability in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, for that grace to answer quickly, that grace, Lord, for no delay, no compromise, no familiarity with my pastor, Lord. Give me that grace, oh God, to be familiar only with you, God, to be familiar with your voice, to be familiar with your will in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 In 1 Corinthians 10, what God has revealed them to us through the Holy Spirit, that the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. There's two fundamental ingredients there needed. One, a revelation from God by the Spirit, and two, a relevant response from me by the Spirit. When I get the revelation from the Holy Ghost of who I am, title power position will not be my head. Rather, in place of that, there will be respect, purpose for the person, the power and the position of the Holy Ghost over my head. Amen. We're going to pray, Holy Spirit, 
come and be my help. Holy Spirit, come and be my head. Holy Spirit, come and be my head. Holy Spirit, come and be my help. Jesus said in John 14, 16, I pray the Father, he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. Holy Spirit, come and be my helper. Come and abide with me forever. Come and be my helper. Holy Spirit, come and abide with me forever. Come and abide with me. Come and be my helper. Jesus, you said you that you would pray to the Father, he would send me the Spirit. This morning, Father, in the name of Jesus, send me the Spirit afresh. Send me the Spirit afresh. Holy Spirit, come and help me. Come and abide with me forever. Come and direct my steps. Holy Spirit, separate me, cut me and say, cut me apart from the nations, cut me apart from the world for your service, for your glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Cut me apart, sanctify me. Holy Spirit, separate me, separate me for yourself. Let me become one. Let the two of us become one. Let me become married to you, Holy Spirit. Let me become, Lord, your only one, your partner. Let me become your spouse, your partner. Let us become one, Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Second Timothy 2 21. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Sanctified vessel prepared for every good work. We don't need, I don't need the applause of a man or that young boy Friday night. I need to be a limelight. I need to be sanctified, fit for the master's you, fit for purpose. And what makes me to be a faithful disciple of Christ is discipline, correction, sanctification. Discipline, correction, sanctification. We're going to pray, Lord, let your fire be on the increase in me until I am a burning furnace. Let your fire be on the increase in me until I am a burning furnace for your service. Let your fire be on the increase in the name. I am Jesus, a burning furnace for your service. Let your fire Lord, be on the increase in me until I am a burning fire, a burning furnace, a burning bush. I don't want to look at someone else burning like a bush. I want to be that burning bush. I want to be that burning furnace for you. In the mighty name of Lord, let your fire be on the increase. On the increase. Second Timothy four six to twelve. It is where it is where uh, Paul may be writing his last letter because he says, "I am already poured out for as a drink offering. My time of departure is near. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. And there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness, that um, which the Lord, the righteous Judge, will give to me on the day, and not to me only, but to all, so to all who have loved His appearance." Verse 9, be diligent to come to me quickly, for Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and has de departed to Salonica, Christians to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for the ministry. Verse 12, Antiochus have I sent to Ephesus. Antiochus, Paul here is forsaken, his lonely death is at the door. 
Yet, if it was you and I, we would be holding on to Tychicus. I need you, Tychicus. I need comfort. Look at me. Look at my situation. I can do nothing. But Paul, being like Jesus Christ, looked out, never looked in. He is ready and he has sent Tychicus. And he says to Timothy, get back here diligently. Tychicus or Timothy and, and Titus, um, maybe elders, seem to be elders of churches that Paul has already established in Colossia and Philemon and in, in um, Ephesus. But he is sending Tychicus out. He is a man that is, is his heart is full of compassion like Jesus. His heart is on the struggling churches. His heart is to, is, is, is to look over and look over and shepherd the flock that have come to the Lord. And he is sending. And he says, be diligent to come to me quickly. Be diligent to come quickly. Tychicus is not just an ordinary man here. He is a servant fit for purpose. He is fit to go. He is fit to counsel. He is fit to bring the word. When I send, I close with Titus. Titus 3.12. Titus 3.12. When I send Artemis to you, or Tychicus, be diligent to come to me. When I send Artemis, or Tychicus, why is there a nor? after Artemis' name, because Tychicus is his reliable. I know I can count on him. It's not everyone that is close to God or close to the pastor that we can send out. It's not everyone that's close to the pastor that wants to be sent out. It's not everyone that has been sanctified or has sanctified themselves and made themselves fit for the master's use. But Paul could rely on Tychicus. He said, or Tychicus. I have no doubt with Tychicus. He is reliable. He is diligent. He is filled with the Holy Ghost. At any demand, he is ready for action. It's not everyone that is ready for action for the kingdom. We're ready for action of the kingdom for us, but not us for the kingdom. Can I go like Tychicus? Am I ready like Tychicus? Psalm 89, 20. I have found my servant David with holy oil. I have anointed him. I have found my servant David. I found my servant Tychicus. I found my servant Paul. With holy oil, what are we doing with the anointing? What am I doing with the holy oil? I pray this word will not fall by the wayside. I pray, pray that this word will not be scorched. I pray this word will not be choked by thorns, by the internet, by whatever thorn has been choking the word up to now. I pray that I, starting with I, will become a Tychicus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let us close with this prayer. Lord, anoint my head with fresh oil. Send down fresh oil for me. I call me everywhere you call me to. Lord, send down fresh oil for me. Cause me to do the work in every way that you call me to do. In the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, anoint me to be a dancer, not a lion. Holy Spirit, anoint me with fresh oil. Cause me to do 
do the work in every way you've called me to do. Cause me to be submissive. Cause me to be flexible, bendable, reliable, correctable. Holy Spirit, keep me that flexible, bendable, collective, correct, correctable, humble, Holy Spirit, bring me where I need to be bent. Bring me where I need to be broken. Holy Spirit, come and bend me to your will. Bend me to your will. Bend me to your will. Bend me, make me flexible. In your hand, bendable in your hand, submissible in your hand, correctable in your hand, available in your hand. In the mighty name of Jesus, break me where I need to be broken, Holy Ghost, this morning. Jesus' name, amen. 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 Father, we thank you for your patience with us. Thank you for your compassion. Thank you for your long suffering. Thank you, Father Almighty God, for your anointing, your grace of discipline. Thank you for disciplining each one of our characters. Thank you for refilling us and refueling us for our assignments in life. That, Lord, our assignment will be to please you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God God bless you, Pastor Emmanuel. Thank you so much. God bless you.